Hello there, welcome to Poet Waffle episode 13, where me, Daniel Cockrell, invites a poet round my house for a chat. And during that chat, we explore the visceral space between fact and fiction, which I believe is more of a feeling where poets use their emotions to navigate the world and hopefully reveal certain truths that are neglected by those other fields. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome into my shed, uh, we have poet, spoken word artist, playwright, the brilliant Zia Ahmed. Yo, hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing, Zia? I'm very, uh, very honoured to be in the shed after yeah. hearing Nick talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky didn't steal it. Yeah, man. It wasn't what I was expecting, in a, not, not in a good or bad way. I'd, Oh, what did what just, what know. did you have in your mind, shed. or what you thought it was going to be a, a ramshackle shed? I, I don't want to give stuff away. I want other people to have the, yeah. the same sort of. It's not surprised. I don't know what the word is. It's. Uh, Are you yeah. pleasantly surprised, or a bit like ah, oh, bit like ah, oh, because the expectations <laughs> are high now, and it. Uh, not pleasantly surprised because it changes the definition of shed. So for the next uh, guest, I won't I won't give too much away on it. You, you know when you go and see s- something when your expectations are really low, okay, and then you come away thinking, "God, that was qu- quite good actually." Yeah, yeah. And if your expectations are really high, you can come away, "Oh, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed." The, there's de- they could it could be the same. Let's say a film it could be the same film, and they could be pretty much similar five out of ten films yeah but if you go with really low expectations yeah. you'll be like oh it's probably an eight and, then, yeah. <laughs> and if you go with high expectations you'll go oh that's probably a two no it, it weren't low they weren't low <laughs> <laughs> there was i don't wanna i was i had good i was expecting good things and <laughs> if you wanted to steal it that bad but yeah. be difficult be difficult to steal it um so I, I first saw you um, in, I saw what you were doing on stage because you were part of the Roundhouse Collective, yeah. which we've spoken about on this uh, podcast before. What, how did you end up there? How did you know about it? Why did you think that was a good idea to go to? And did you find it a really brilliant experience? Or was there things in it that you thought, ah, oh, mm-hmm. this jars with me or... I'm, I'm, I feel constantly charred. <laughs> no, um, it was a chance thing. Uh, so, Sean Mahoney, uh, who you know, and I'm sure... Yeah, Sean Mahoney, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Sick uh, poet. He's, he's a mate of mine. And we'd done, like, a, a youth theatre. Oh, get, so you like, knew him so before? I, I knew Sean. And yeah, then yeah. he... <laughs> he won't mind me saying it, but like, we saw... You got cut off, not cut off. I hadn't spoken to him in about a year. Like something happened, weren't quite sure what it was. Yeah, just one of them weird things. Yeah, yeah. I just bumped into him on a train. I don't know if it was out of politeness or awkwardness. He invited me to come to the Roundhouse uh, showcase. It was the first term that he was doing. Yeah, and then I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'll come along." And then I uh, just started googling it as soon as I got home, and. 
uh, your polar bear Jessica video, I think. Oh, okay, because he was he was running at the yeah, time. Yeah, so that, yeah. It was that thing I saw the video. I was like, oh my god! Like, and then I wanted to join, but then I also didn't want to cramp Sean's style. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing of like, why you copying me? Like that thing of like, I went to see it and it was real cool. It was like they they all had chosen a photo that was important to them, and yeah. it was it was um, projected behind them, and then um, the the poets. It was like Sean. Bridget, Paul, Chima, Bridget, Min- so yeah. Bridget Minamore, Paul Cree, um, Sean Mahoney, and, and another mate of mine called Aisha. Like there was yeah. like loads of people, and it was I. I just loved. I loved it. I don't know quite what it was. Maybe, yeah, the liveness or the or the, the personal thing, or just the 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 difference between all of them. I guess like it felt like they were just doing their own thing, but on stage and. Yeah, I just fell in love with it straight away. That was like, and then I waited, I waited two terms until Sean oh, finished. Really? Oh, okay. And then, so I was at the anticipation. So he wasn't in Sean's year. No, I did a year after him. Uh, okay, I didn't so, see. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. Uh, so yeah. I wait. I waited two terms, and then I joined the year after, and then uh, you know, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, no, it was, uh, I, th- I think because of the theatre stuff, like, the youth groups were so cool, like, because uh, I dropped out of uni, <clears throat> I had absolutely, like, nothing in my sort of... What just, was you doing at uni? What was you... Um, so, I've, I've tried, I tried uni twice and I yeah. dropped out twice. Yeah. It's just not, I can't do lectures. It's, it's yeah, just, yeah, it's not your it's, thing. It's, uh, the first time I did sociology... <clears throat> Um, <laughs> it's like I remember like two hour lectures about I f- do you know what it is yeah, I think because I've only just sort of found out recently because to what the definition of anthropology is the study of the other yeah and then it, I think that's what I found jarring one of the jarring things was I think it's that what does that mean what's that in relation to what's the other in relation to and because then I think because that wasn't clearly defined in my own mind or yeah, yeah. it's like, is this in the other to like a white British person or to to a Western person? Or was that, because it was like, yeah, I, t- I still can't quite put my finger on it, but it was just, I just knew I wasn't enjoying it and yeah. nothing was sticking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I dropped out after a term and then I tried film, but with film, I stayed a bit longer. That was about a year. Uh, and there were two things that it was like my dad died and that was uh, yeah. that sort of messed me up but also took the love out of film like yeah, yeah. it was this thing I remember doing this one I can't remember I think it was like Crash this film called Crash yeah. like, I know this this film where they crash cars on purpose and I know that's, that's like, the good crash oh, this, this, the, like, this is a bad else. crash the okay. one that won the Oscar which was like oh I uh, intertwining lives and like uh, right. like just quite but I think it won an, anyway but it was yeah. like they stopped the scene and like going through like photos on the wall and colours and shit yeah. like and then they were like look at a photo on the wall and I don't know it was just this thing of like over analysing stuff that yeah. it just took the joy out of it yeah yeah so in my head I'm like do I want a degree or do I want to enjoy film for the rest of my life yeah yeah and I mean that whatever there might be regrets about in terms of like employment and stuff now, but I would have at that time I was like I'd rather 
enjoy film for the rest of my life yeah then be like so of course seeing okay. yeah. I, i've mentioned it on this podcast before i think because i i've got a master's degree in photography yeah but i don't take any photographs anymore for exactly that, that reason yeah but by the time i'd finished my degree i think i'd had the enthusiasm mm. knocked out of me and i was like what well, and, and i and i i honestly couldn't tell the difference between an Edward Weston, a William Eggleston, and a picture, a paparazzi picture yeah. of Kylie Minogue. Okay. And I was just like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah. I, could, I could have taken anything and it meant nothing to me. And everything was grey in terms yeah. of what I was looking at. And I thought, I, it, yeah, it absolutely killed it, academia for me. Yeah. And I've stayed away from academia when it's come to poetry for the exact yeah. same way. I, don't, I want it to be vibrant and alive the way that I experience yeah. the world. And I don't, you know, the same as with your film, you know, you, you want to go and see a film yeah. and take away something personal from yeah. it and go, wow, okay, I got that, that's what I got from it. Okay. And as soon as you study it in a way of, oh, it could mean this and someone's written about this and, yeah. and they write about it in such depth, you just think, oh man, that's destroyed that film for me. I don't want to look at it anymore, yeah. you know. No, that, I mean, so yeah, that was the... I mean, that's what I loved about Polar Bear Sessions was that yeah. he didn't, my opinion, like, um, he told us the things that he liked rather than this is how you do it. Yeah. So I feel like, especially the years that he ran the group at Roundhouse, there was like, yeah, if you wanted to write a Pantoum or a Villanelle or whatever, like, that's that's what yeah well, that's cool for you like but he never like was like this is what you got right do you know what yeah. I mean it was like there was certainly a, a definite style that came out of those sessions though not because as you say probably not because he was I forcing know. it onto it but he probably was had because he was so good at what he did I mean I, <laughs> I remember the was it page match yeah because then we had the judge I can't remember which judge it was it was I think it was Mr G. Now Sullivan and I can't was it remember. Selena Godden there? Just for the people on the podcast who don't know what page match is, it was where it was an event I organised, but it came, it stemmed from, and I think you guys were there. We did a a um, a festival called Meadowlands, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we all we were all sitting around this big table talking <laughs> about wrestling smashed together mm. with poetry, and I said, okay, I'm going to do that then. And, and we then, decided to have rest, you know, the, that, the format of wrestling, yeah, but within poetry form. That trash and then we yeah. did on those first, on those first two page match shows, we had, we had Charlie Dark. Oh, up here we had po. No, so we had oh, yeah. the first one. We had Charlie Dark, Nilo Sullivan, and Selena Godden. The second one, I don't the I haven't got the poster here in my office, but. Oh, yeah. We, I think we had Nilo Sullivan, Selena Godden, Mr. G. Maybe you're right. Or, or was there someone else? You or maybe think... no, I think Mr. G might have been performing that for Chill Pit or something. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's Charlie Dark. Uh, yeah, they made a comment about the style. I think I think it annoyed... Your style or the style I, I, it of... It was... Uh, so the Roundhouse oh, Clip round, yeah, at yeah, that yeah. time was... Right, right. Um, it was the VC, or what are they called? The uh, Early Doors. Right. So they were doing it. And I remember they were quite upset, but it, I guess, if yeah, I think because one of the judges was like, you all got a similar style. And then 
I think someone called them like mini bears, and I think <laughs> it was like, uh, and I, I understand why they got annoyed, but like it was like the trash talking thing. It was kind of jokes, but I do understand why they got annoyed because they were like, "You're a bunch of mini bears," <laughs> and, and then uh, I think yeah, they were like, "No, oh, we've got our own style." Like it's uh, yeah, I don't, I I did, I don't know, I agree, and I disagree with the thing about the style though, but. Because I do feel like so many of us love, like, like a lot of the people got in because of that video, like. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I do remember the first things I wrote. Like, now they feel, like, very influenced. But um, I feel like you do have to, it's, when you're starting early, early, you do copy the people you oh, like. You've got to, I think you have to. Because there's a way in, isn't it? You know, yeah. I definitely just stole, you know. I started writing John Hegley poems once I discovered it and yeah. it was just like yeah it wasn't as good as that but yeah. it's just like you have to find but I think always with your stuff it was always slightly different because it, it there was a fluidity of I mean, it was almost like machine gun fire of some of the other performers and with your stuff it was always very original imagery so it was in the style kind of but yeah. not really because uh-huh. there was there was real gaps and pause because I would compare you more to Rob Alton oh, yeah. than I okay, would with, yeah. uh, when it, I would have done with a roundhouse, like the stereotypical, you know. But when you look at it, each individual, they're, they're not similar yeah. at all, are they? So. I, I think, especially now, I think it's... Uh, now, because I got, I got into poetry from, like, it was like a lesson in year seven where we all had to do our own version of I Want to Be Yours. John Cooper Clark. I remember like oh, okay. it was the most like fun lesson that and all we did we just did our own version of, of that poem. Um And year seven, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it, it was a pretty pretty shit poem that I did uh, it was like I think well, like, let me be your football, you can always have a kick. It was pretty like bad lines, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was fun to write. Um yeah, yeah. and I think I've when I came back to doing the roundhouse collected and stuff, uh, by chance it was like a documentary on like BBC Four about about John Cooper Clark because I'd completely forgotten about it, and then this the yeah, documentary and then I think when he said he said this thing about his biggest piece of advice to writers was uh, uh, copy the style of someone you like but write about what you know, yeah. and I think I think I, that stuck with me because then I'm like hope. You're hoping that if you keep writing about what you know, and that eventually you'll you'll come to your own style, right? And I hope. I hope. And I think well, that you know that I would never. That's why you surprised me so much. Mm-hmm. I never would have put you together with John Cooper Clark. Think, so oh, yeah, someone yeah. said, "Oh, who's, who? Who was that person?" <clears throat> and like, "Oh yeah, John Cooper Clark." Oh, yeah, yeah. But you, you you've taken the advice on because you have got your own style because you are pretty unique and in delivery and the and your imagery and the things that you you say out loud it's always like i'm always like oh yeah that's great and no one else can write like that and that's probably what you're they're the best writers aren't they for me it's like oh i can you know when someone's doing something you think i I don't know if i can even get a grasp of that you know when when you look at what rob orton's doing for example he, he he throws stuff out there and you think God, that's nice. I like, you know, yeah. you, you can get close to it, but you can never do a Rob Alton. No. You know, it's because it's, it's unique, isn't it? And you've got, you know, I'd probably put you in the same bracket. Oh, yeah. if you're, but so that would make 
makes sense to me now. You, you mentioned John Cooper Clark because it's, you know. But, but the thing about the pause is, is uh, it was just because I couldn't remember shit. It was, yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the pauses like, were like, but it was that thing like, I think because it doesn't feel so much and I feel like more people reading off yeah. like books, but back in the day it was like, slam, three minute, learn it. Yeah. And that was the way to get onto the open mics. And yeah. also to like not pay. There used to be like nights where you like free if you do the if slam. Do the, yeah. Thing. And there's yeah. things like that. Like, and uh, a lot of the time. <laughs> so it's a way in of seeing stuff, isn't it? Yeah. You, know, you have to you have to almost work for it yeah, to, to see a free yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So it was the pause. There was a time when pe- people in- were introducing me as a, a freestyle poet. Of, and I don't know if that's an insult or a or a compliment because then it's that do I, you only like it because you think I'm making it up on the spot but then <laughs> if you realise I spent quite a bit of time yeah. working on it does that mean it's not you know what I mean? do you know what I think those reactions are the same as what Rob says though okay. like Rob Alton, he says yeah. those same things that people sometimes <laughs> don't think it's they're like is this guy for real? Yeah. And and I'm sitting there going, this is fantastic. <laughs> and the same view, when I see you perform, I'm like, oh, this is great. But I'm sure there's, so, I think you, that's probably why I put you in the same bracket as Rob, is because you, some people are uncomfortable. They were sitting there going, is, is that pause <laughs> too long for me? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Like, or is it, is it, is he struggling? Or, and the same, is, is he struggling? But that's what, that's what I want yeah. from a performer, really. I want it to be as raw as that. And when someone's so clinical and clean, and it's just, it's almost like, ah, oh, I don't know, they've they've edited something out of their of their personality to get it so the, yeah, you know, so <laughs> so clean. I don't know if that. I feel like I've, I've offended you in some. No, 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 no. That's that is no, no offense. Either. I'm like, uh, yeah, but that was. Uh, I think a lot of the stuff was. To do with stress of remembering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm terrible at it as well. I, you know, I can't do it. I can't remember it at all. So, um, we've all, I can't believe we've almost been talking so, for like 20 minutes. Waffle. I think... I, I know, we have just waffled. <laughs> right, right. We didn't even get off the first, first thing, bit yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of um, moving on from oh, how you got into this. Uh, yeah. But I'm glad it introduced us to the fact that, you know, you like John Cooper Clark. Mm-hmm. And who else was your influences apart from... <laughs> After so you had Polar Bear, yeah. and you've had John Cooper Clark. Was there anyone else that you went? Yeah, that that was great. It didn't have doesn't have to be a poet. It could be a some other um, writer or filmmaker. Or... The I don't. I don't. No, I guess it's. I know this is why everything's wanky, but no, I, like sport football. I know yeah. that's like a, that's like my main love. Like it's got me through a lot of like amazing like and it's just certain i guess it's that thing of like yeah there's it's a game there's rules 11 11 and if you are there's whatever like tactics and stuff but then in order you need the moments of like that you you can't sort of teach yeah and that doesn't mean that that thing is good or not like whether that's aggression or or uh, finesse or and I think there's something about yeah that instinct and sort of control 
you know, I don't know. There's something, what's good, I've been, I love watching, the thing I love about YouTube is you can watch the clips of like brilliant football. So I yeah. love watching Maradona. Oh, yeah. And I just, I, and I haven't seen the fi- new film yet. Oh, oh, Have you seen the film? No, no, I, I sort of got it to mm. miss it, but I, yeah. I haven't seen the film, but I remember just seeing, there's that clip of where, uh, I think it's Bill Bauer, uh, is it Bill Bauer? Bauer, what are they called? <laughs> Bill Bauer, is it Bill Bauer on the team? Bill Bauer, there's a team called Yeah, Bauer. exactly. So in Bill, Bill, they take him out. Okay. And they uh, they break his leg. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then in the next, after three months, he comes back and they play him again. And they're still doing the same thing. They're, they're smashing into him, trying to break. Yeah. And, and then there's a big fight at the end. It's... And it's it's incredible. I just I, I just think, God, that guy, he's five foot two or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's been told, you know, he's probably been told all the time, you're too short. Yeah. You're not good. Like, he was just a and genius. He just did his own thing. Yeah. No, Crazy no. guy, but what a... What an amazing spirit, and, you know. I think with them, like, players, like, even like him or Gaza or, like, I don't know, they're just, like, uh, there's this theory about, I think it's kind of similar to what I think Byron was saying in, in his episode about working class. There's, like, this, uh, there's this pundit called Tim Vickery, and he's he, like, lives in South America now, and he's always talking about, like, uh, there's, they can teach tactics and like European like European way is very like structured and like yeah, yeah. quick passing blah, blah blah but they always come to like South America to get the player that can score the goal do the little bit of magic yeah and those footballers are usually working class uh, or from a working class background yeah and um, well, from real poverty aren't yeah they? and yeah, yeah that's to do with because the ground they play on is not smooth like yeah. They like playing wherever they can play and like, uh, and so then they have to like have a sort of different control of the ball that you can't, like it's only certain environments and then that can have. And I don't know, I feel like with watching, whether it's watching football, even watching a sort of uh, spoken word night, it's them things of like, where it doesn't feel like, it's been designed to get a reaction f- yeah. from audience in a specific way. Like it's, it hasn't come, been taught. It's just it's, it's just come from somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, and yeah. that's not to say you shouldn't study or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's because I know I always get that thing thrown at me. Like, yeah, of course you got to read. Like, all good poets read and all that. And that, that is yeah, of course, of course, of course. But like, <laughs> there's, there's a rawness. You know, I think all, we've discussed it on this podcast a lot. There's something about uh, not knowing stuff. And going at mm. it, which gives you so much power beyond the thing that you got taught when you went to film school and it got knocked out of you because you're studying mm. one little bit. If you're just studying one line of poem poetry and what it could mean over and over and you're like, oh, I'm just, cru- I'm totally crushed on that now. I'm to- I don't mm. need to go and see it again. Yeah. I don't want to, every time I read that poem again now, because I've been told what that line might mean in so many different ways and what it, you, you suddenly can't. You've got no imagination. You can't go anywhere with it. And yeah, it's great to read stuff. But if you're just reading and not experience football, for example, mm. and having that as your reference, or experience gardening yeah. or whatever it is, then they've got they've got to come into your yeah. uh, into all your realms and not uh, you know I'm I'm kind of with you. 
yeah. don't know if I explain it well on this. No, no, enough, I don't but, feel like um, but I, I would say, but it is also the academics will come at you and say, oh, oh you know, then you don't know what you're doing, do you, you're not good a, enough. Did, and you, I think we we set up bang for those reasons to to yeah. to fight against that because, yeah. especially working class voices, they they get unless you yeah. can you can navigate and and move to the way that the universities want you to yeah. do it but it's not the only way no exactly and the other stuff suddenly gets trounced and doesn't exist anymore and you think oh isn't it a shame isn't it a shame that john hegley won't ever win a the, massive uh, award yeah. in poetry because he's seen as gimmicky yeah. and i'm like okay but what about all the genius in there yeah um yeah that's kind of what i think but no no is that kind of what you meant or like yeah no no yeah. that that yeah i that thing of no, it's just I guess that does come from like it is a bit yeah, it's classist in terms of certain definitions or like tr- yeah, trying to exclude people from a certain background and then like even like just calling I think why a lot of people have a problem calling themselves a poet is because yeah. they've been told by their institutions and that ah uh, this isn't uh. A, this is like whatever too rhymy or not enough not, not like this or yeah, like yeah. this or like or they call you a street poet urban poet sp- yeah, yeah, spoken yeah. word poet or, yeah. or like dub whatever dub poet for back in the day like what yeah or you know yeah you're not the real thing yeah, yeah and, and so people take it on board go oh, I don't want to say it you know it yeah. comes and then people carry that and it's like oh our kids and like, the, the people that you end up liking you get told that like with whatever like John Clark or like Leon Crazy Johnson like yeah dub poetry or, or like punk poetry yeah yeah or, yeah. And it's like, yeah yeah no, they're poets like and just a different voice yeah yeah right time's running away with yeah, us yeah yeah we're like twenty five minutes in <laughs> I, listen it is time for the big question okay so you've uh, you've been a bit greedy. I'm, yeah, big lady. <laughs> you've gone, you've gone for two. You've chosen two, but I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it it was just because I thought one I might potentially give a real short answer and then. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. So a big question for the listeners who haven't listened before could be something along the lines of what's the most important thing to teach a child? It could be that. But Z has gone for. <laughs> do you want two straight? We've given the two questions yeah. straight off. So number one is: Are you the same person? you were when you was 14 years old and the second question is have you ever had a broken heart yeah so i don't know where you want to start or what you want to tackle so, first now the first one like no straight no yeah like, are you the same <laughs> person you were when you were 14 years old i i don't there's obviously similar things but nah like the, the decisions i would have made then i'm, I'm not going to make make now I, I and you you were talking about this in other episodes like about um was it naivety and wisdom and like you'll lose something and then and gain something else and it's funny cause I, I haven't put the john hegley episode out yet oh, but yeah. he took he says the same thing yeah and i don't he hadn't heard uh that episode yeah either, so that is um and i always thought about that because there's that thing of it's you know this thing when people like write a letter to their younger selves, yeah, and I I think some of them can be real cool, but yeah, there is this thing of like if your younger self 
<laughs> like we see this son. letter, yeah, they'll be like, yeah. go away. Like, like 14 year old uh, me is not going to want to listen to any other version of me because you're so yeah. in your own thing. They'll just tell me to like, fuck off. Like, so yeah, yeah. Like, do, can you do our granddad? Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> and like, or like this thing, like, let, let me make my own mistakes. Like, you know, this thing, yeah. and similar with like elders or whatever, like when they're trying to like guide you, it's like, there's a thing of like, let me make my own mistakes and. You want, it's funny, some, it's, I feel, now I'm older, I want people's advice much more. Of okay. like, oh, what should I do now? Because it seems like the decisions are much bigger yeah. than they were when yeah. I was small. So when, actually when I was younger, even though the decisions might seem big, I trod lightly yeah. on them. I trod lightly on it. It's just like, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the consequences didn't seem as bad. Yeah. You know, dropping out, you did, nothing seemed that it was, it was going to be... I was reading the Harry Baker thing today, actually, about A-level results, oh, yeah. and he was saying what they mean, A, B, C, and then F was fine. It's going to yeah, be absolutely gonna be fine. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. going to be, and I like that because I yeah. think it's it's all right. So you, you should probably approach things uh, and make your own mistakes yeah. with, you know. And I think when you're fourteen, I think when you're older, there's maybe there's more things that there's maybe more things to lose or yeah, like I think that's it. And like, I, I or or did. I think you know the things you love more. Yeah. So so then 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 in order for them things maybe do you need some wisdom from somewhere else or but like like yeah I think this thing about <laughs> trying to guide your younger self like it's also like the way I come round to doing the poetry collective like if I had given my fourteen year old self like yeah. When you're 18, like, go, yeah. go to the roundhouse, <laughs> sign up. It's going to be, because then the, we would have been different people. We would have wrote different things. And I think that with the broken heart, for me, because that links to that, because when you truly have a broken heart, it does change you. Like, it changes your, for me, and your, I think maybe like twice and a broken heart. And that, when your heart actually hurts. I think that was that was a eye opener for me. I'm like, oh shit, my It's a chemical heart reaction though, isn't it? Hurts. And that, you, yeah. it's a it is a chemical reaction, isn't it? Having a broken heart. It's yeah. just chemicals really doing amazing yeah. stuff inside your body. And that's why it does change you. Because yeah. you're like, Oh Yeah. I won't make that mistake again or I'll have to try and do that again. Yeah. And I know knowing that the end result could be that, that feeling that feeling again in, inside, like, you know. And so yeah, I've been for me them two broken hearts. I do look at my almost as like chapters or, or a stage, like so with my with my dad dying or a breakup. Then yeah. them two, because they change, they change how you see the world. Like yeah. and I'm doing this. I don't. know, It was like an open. It was like at the welcome collection or something like an open chat about grief and stuff and. It was this thing of like how the sky, yeah, is, is blue, but then after that moment of grief, the like the color changes, and it's it's not that same kind of blue, it, or yeah. or it, it's a, your color like your color palette becomes different, and either colors are added to it or taken away, things like that. Like and it change it change it definitely changes something in your brain of like so when I lost my brother. You never, you could, you never go back to how you thought no. before, and the way that you experience the world is, yeah, completely different. 
because that sort of naivety of things can go on forever is suddenly mm. cut. And a, a broken heart's kind of similar, but not as bad. I think, yeah. you know, grief is yeah, real. Yeah. That broken that heart of being breaks grief is. everything. And right. you're suddenly like, oh, what's, you know, what is that tree over there? What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. And then you can't, you can never get that back. Mm. And you have to try, you, you probably come stronger and wiser. But I, yeah, I don't know what it is, but you def, your outlook yeah. is completely yeah, shattered. And then you're having to build it up again. Mm. Um to try and get some sense of what it is in the world that's yeah. important. I suppose the things that you start building up again are, yeah. are the, even more important. And hopefully, you know, because I think after two the first two years of when my brother passed away, I think I was just drunk. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, yeah. I, yeah, I just, uh, I just pretty much stayed indoors and you know, watched, watched film. I dropped out and actually watched the thing that I enjoyed in yeah, order yeah. to try and, uh yeah get some sort of joy from this thing that almost <laughs> to glue everything back together yeah. isn't it so it's funny they call it i i they, they call it you know heartbreak isn't yeah. it because it's you know it's probably smashed something it's smashed not you or something yeah. oh um there is an adrian mitchell poem that he talks about the heart leak leaking oh, oh, you man, know yeah that's it and it's like oh yeah that probably is it's it's you know, it, oh Loads of body, I feel like loads of body parts. You got yeah, your gut breaks and like yeah. get a little. It's like yeah, you like your appetite breaks. Everything sort of. I mean that that sort of leads in like so, there's an Aboriginal thing, isn't there? They they I remember reading they think from the gut, and okay. we have that thing, don't you? Yeah. Have, you know, have that gut feeling, gut feeling yeah. and then you have your so they they have three stages. They think from their gut. Then their heart, and then yeah. the last thing they consider is their head. Yeah. But if that, if the gut is, they would definitely go with their gut feeling because yeah, yeah. that would be probably the right one. And your head is always trying, trying to like you know, it yeah. Something. And it's oh. never, it's never nine times out of ten, yeah. it's not usually the right thing to do. Yeah. And that you should always go on your gut feeling like, okay, I need to do this now. Yeah. Uh, and if you leave it, it's always like, oh man, I should have done that. I should have yeah, done. Yeah. You just, you know, if you're gambling, you should, oh, yeah. I should have done that. I, have, I knew I should have did it. And the, I, 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 on the, the, are you the same person you were when you were 14 years old? Like, there's this, like, there's that theory or probably fact, scientific fact that you, every seven years, oh, yeah, your yeah. cells are completely different. So after seven years, yeah. every cell in your body is completely renewed or trained Good. or died. So you're, you're not the same Same, you know, yeah, as yeah. what you were before. So we, even trying to, and there's that other thing like that I don't know who said it, but uh, you're just a m- memory of the per- the people that you meet. So when when, oh, when yeah. you leave here, I I'll, you'll just be a memory. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's and nuts. there will be you'll be changing all the time. Oh, and when I when I when you come back and I see you in a month's time or something. I'll it's be a, I'll be expecting yeah, yeah. I'll be expecting Zia that I just met now. Yeah. But you might have changed exactly. and, and come back and I'll be like, God, what's what's wrong with this guy? You know, and it'd be like, because you've gone through all these changes. I find that nuts though, like that's like, someone recognizes you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I find it nuts like, right when I see you that like, I recognize you recognize me and I'm like, what are, it's that yeah. thing of like some type what what are you seeing in your head like but yeah, then this I'm memory right. thing is that yeah, it's it's like an amalgamation of all the past versions of myself that you've seen but yeah right we're gonna have to leave it there we're we're 
yeah, probably the longest oh, um, yeah. long, longest poke waffle, waffle we've done here. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming along. No, um, what you got coming out? Anything uh, that you uh, want to say? I got a play coming end of the year. It's, Has it got a title yet? I want to be yours after the John Cooper Clark poem. Oh, brilliant! Uh, it's touring, and then it will be. Storing like nationwide and then at the Bush Theatre for five weeks from December. Great, and they can find all that information. Have you got a website? Uh, no website, just uh, go to the Bush. Yeah, just yeah, we'll go on the Bush website. It, just yeah. just uh, um, Google your yeah, name yeah. and then it will come up. Uh, thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to Poet Waffle, and we will see you next time. Yeah. Poet Waffle was written and presented by Daniel Cockrell. Original concept by Jack White. Music and audio production by Julian Ward. Artwork by Damien Wayhill. And technical support from Laurie Eaves. Yeah.